The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Well, this year's performance in the U.S. stock market has been scrambled eggs and sloppy joes. But energy stocks have been a bright spot and one of the few corners of the stock market that's seen bullish upward performance in 2022. And today's ETF battle is an audience requested triple header between three energy ETFs from State Street Global Advisors and Vanguard. Stick around. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Rhonda Leggy. It's great to have you with us. I'm the caretaker of this weekly show. And health-wise, the patient's doing just fine. Your likes, your comments, and your ETF battle suggestions are overflowing. So keep them coming. Also hit the subscribe button and make sure that you watch our other originals like First Look ETF and Spotlight. Now, just a quick heads up that I'll be hosting an upcoming a webinar on retirement distribution planning, and I don't want you to miss it. We'll be talking about important subjects like when to convert an IRA to a Roth, how distributions from IRAs and 401k plans impact your Social Security income, and then strategies for reducing or eliminating taxes in retirement. So if you'd like to register for that, I encourage you to do that. Hit the description section below. There's a link and there is limited space, so be sure to get in. Now, energy stocks are one of the few areas of the stock market that have gained value in 2022, and no other S&P 500 industry even comes close to the double-digit year-to-date gains experienced by energy stocks. And today's ETF battle was suggested by Christian, who wanted to see energy ETFs going at it. And uh, there was another viewer, JR, who asked for the same thing. And so this battle, we've got the Energy Select Sector Spider ETF, XLE, in the mix because of the fact that it's one of the oldest among the group, plus with around $35 billion in assets, it's one of the big dogs. So we have to talk about it. Judging today's ETF battles is Mike Akins with ETF Action and Dave Krinsis with ETF Portfolio Management. Mike and Dave, great to see you guys. Welcome back. Hey, Ron, Mike, great to see you guys. Good to see everybody. So we've got our four battle categories, cost, exposure, strategy, and performance. And then we've got our mystery category where you, our judges, can pick that single factor or multiple factors that you think are material to this particular battle. And also, you're going to persuade us with your arguments. And who knows, that mystery category could end up determining and deciding which of these ETFs wins the battle. So I've got the scorekeeping chores, and um, my scorecard is ready. 
Keep in mind that none of the battle outcomes on the program are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or any of the judges. So we're going to start with the first category, which is cost. Dave, please get us started. You know, Ron, before we talk cost, um, I just want to make a quick comment about the extreme volatility recently, because you and I have spoken about this earlier in the year. Um, clearly, technology and cryptocurrency trusts had historic bull runs that peaked last quarter. And now in early 22, the NASDAQ 100 low was down 18% below the November peak. So it's been a rough stretch, and we've been forced to raise cash and shift away from technology temporarily. And given the current drawdown in both stocks and bonds, we believe investors should avoid using leverage here. In fact, we've been as much as 80 to 100% cash at times in our active strategies in order to protect principal. As for cost, these energy ETFs charge between 0.1% and 0.35%, and you can certainly give the win on cost to Vanguard, but the cost difference is small, so I'll call the cost category a Ronnie D favorite, a three-way split decision, and in full disclosure, ETFPM has recently been trading long positions in XLE. Thank you very much, Dave, for that strong start. Mike, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of cost? Yeah, so I mean, the broader-based VDE and XLE both charge 10 basis points with the more niche XOP, which fo focuses on oil producers, charging 35 basis points. I think there's enough difference there to justify the difference in fee. But if I had to give an outright winner, I'd give it to XLE, which is the granddaddy in this space. It's the same cost as Vanguard, and it's the um, picture of liquidity. Um, it's almost costs you nothing on a spread perspective to trade XLE. So I'll give the nod to XLE, but they're all very reasonably priced. Thank you, Mike. And I remember back in the day when XLE had an expense ratio of 65 basis points, and they've been coming down over the years, and they just recently cut the ER again, and they're now 10 basis points. So excellent points that you made. Thank you very much, Mike. Now we shift to exposure strategy. This is where we compare uh, the underlying holdings of the ETS versus each other. So, Mike, you're still up. Give us your analysis. Yeah, so this is the ultimate decision on this whole um, battle primarily is are you looking for broad-based energy or are you looking for a more focused uh, mindset in the producers, um, which is going to be a little more volatile. Um, in our opinion here at ETF Action, this is the one category where I'm not going to say go broader. Um, I think XLE currently has 21 holdings all in the S&P 500. Vanguard has a little over 100 holdings. Um, it's a total market strategy, so it owns all U.S. Um, energy companies like publicly traded in the U.S., um, though it's got 80% overlap with XLE, which tells you how dominated the space is by the biggest companies. Then, of course, XOP is a tiered equal weight strategy, really focused on the producers. And at the end of the day, um, XLE has produced the best returns, albeit if you look back multiple years, a quick fun stat, XLE is um, you know, up 50% over the last year, but it still trades the S trails the S&P 500 by more than 10% on the three-year, the five-year, and the 10-year annualized. So that's how tough it's been to be in, in this space. But the one thing I would note is I think if you want to trade into energy right now, which I think there's a lot of reasons why you could argue it's going to have a, a good run going forward. Um, you want to own the best capitalized companies. And the exposure of that is going to be the largest mega cap names. And XLE pre presents that. The 21 largest companies at the best pri pricing power, 
They got the cleanest balance sheets. So from an exposure perspective, I actually like the fact that XLE is a little less diversified um, in this category, which is different than my take most of the time. Very good. I got you down for XLE. Thank you very much, Mike. Next, we shift to Dave. How do you see it in terms of exposure strategy, Dave? Well, Mike said it very well. You know, for exposure, the spider energy sector and Vanguard funds both have the same top 10 holdings with roughly 40% in Exxon and Chevron. And while the spider exploration fund, XOP, gives you exposure to much smaller companies, for passive individual investors, energy is often best owned through the S&P 500. However, experienced active investors may prefer extra energy exposure at times like this, as we do, and mostly favor the large cap exposure. So I call the strategy category a split decision between XLE and VDE. All right. Thank you very much, Dave. Next, we shift to the performance category where our judges get to give us their analysis on historical results. And also, if they want to give us their take on what they think will happen in the future, that's fine, too. So, Dave, you're up. What is your uh, t analysis on performance? Well, on performance, <clears throat> the past decade clearly favored technology, but change happens eventually. And over the past 13 months, all three of these energy funds strongly outperformed. The unleveraged energy sector XLE gave you 90%, which was almost five times the S&P return. And the two times energy wildcard symbol ERX delivered 222%. However, the current market environment is too volatile for leverage. So I'll give the performance win to XLE for its better performance long-term. Very good. Thank you very much, Dave. Mike, how do you see it in terms of performance? Yeah, I mean, I think historically speaking, over the last decade, um, you've wanted to avoid energy, um, but the the market changes, and I think it, it it illustrates a little bit the importance of having tools like um, XLE, like VDE, to tactically adjust your portfolio. You know, I'll get a little bit more into this in the mystery, but with right now, you know, XLE or S and P five hundred energy companies make up three and a half percent of the S and P five hundred. Um, that's off of its historical low from like six months ago at 2.5%. Um, but historically, that's extremely little exposure to energy. So it gives you a, a rationale to understanding why these individual sector strategies are so popular. But from a performance perspective, um, I think energy, um, whether you're looking backwards or forwards, is going to be best rewarded for those companies that have the balance sheet and the capital to manage the crazy spikes that occur um, that we've seen, you know, recently in the prices of energy, prices of crude, and that that just screams XLE to me. So I don't think you need to go any further and make it any more complicated than owning the major players in this space. And I like XLE from that perspective. That takes us next to the mystery battle category. This is where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors to persuade us with their arguments and make their case. So, Mike, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Yes, yeah, so I'm going to just do a little history lesson here on, on energy and the S&P 500. If you go back to 1990, um, energy is the most volatile sector in the S&P 500 in terms of total weight. So exposure in the S&P 500, meaning that it's gone from 15% back in the early 90s, all the way down to 5% in the mid 90s, all the way back up to 15% in 2008 all the way down to 3% today, but it rides in cycles. You've, you've seen that, that exposure go up and down. And if you think we're getting back into an inflationary environment, we're getting back into a producer's environment, um, 
despite energy being up a ton over the last year, um, there's lots of room to go. Um, it can go a lot further. I'm not making a big, bold call on, on energy, but I think there's a, these are great strategies to think about getting extra exposure, given that you don't have very much already. And the one last stat I would throw out on that is, you know, if you look at the ETF market only, there's over $600 billion in sector ETFs. Um, right now, on a relative basis, energy has the highest relative overweight, meaning that of that $600 billion, 11% of it is allocated to energy sector ETFs, which if you compare that to the S&P 500 at 3.5%, that's a very large tactical call by some of the largest traders in the world, um, the largest institutional managers in the world that are driving these flows. So, you know, clearly if you're looking at where the, you know, um, traders are at with their money, energy, they're still calling for outperformance looking forward. And I think that's an interesting way to use flows inside of ETFs is to think about it in a relative perspective. So just a little tidbit on that perspective. From that mystery perspective, it really has nothing to do with my call. I still like XLE. That takes us to Dave. Very good analysis, Mike. And thank you also for that abbreviated history lesson. Dave, you're up next. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Well, guys, I'll stick with my mystery category of position weighting because it's a critical factor in portfolio management. And at ETFPM, we would consider all three of these unleveraged energy funds for up to 30% exposure in our tactical portfolios. So I'll call the position weighting category another three-way split decision. Well, let's give our judges a final opportunity to give us their overall battle winners. So Dave, you're up. Give it to us. Well, the fans could rest easy because Ron's not going to have to go with a split decision on this one. To recap this dirty energy sector battle, we believe investors should be very cautious out there. Technology may need more time to recharge, and the strong momentum in these energy ETFs may be choppy. And since leverage is too dangerous in this market volatility, I give the energy battle win to XLE. And again, ETFPM has recently been trading long positions in XLE. Mike, your final opportunity to weigh in. Yeah, I think this is one example where um, I'll just give my kiss to XLE and we all know what kiss stands for. Just keep it simple, stupid. Um, XLE is a great way to get access to this area. If you want a little access to energy, um, you can trade XLE all day long. Well, that does it for today's program. According to my battle scorecard, today's winner is XLE. And our judges agreed overwhelmingly for that particular ETF. Some really solid points that each of you made. I enjoyed the fact that uh, a little history lesson there from Mike about the energy sector's volatile performance. And that given it's still relatively small weighting within the S&P 500, that was pretty amazing. Just a little over 3% and change. So that may mean there's some room for expansion to the upside for energy. And certainly, if inflation continues higher, that would be beneficial, I think, for that particular trade. So XLE, the granddaddy of energy ETFs, wins today's ETF battle. And my question to you, the audience, what did you think about today's showdown? Did you agree with the outcome? And what ETF battles would you like to see in our next episode? Hit us up in the comment section below. If you'd like to see a certain battle, give us your ticker symbols and also uh, hit the thumbs up if you've been enjoying our content. And we'll see you next time. I'm Rhonda Leggy with ETF Guide TV. Thanks for watching.
The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.